0: are very welcome along to Tradcast with Therese McInerney in association with the Arts Council of Ireland. I really hope you've enjoyed the interviews on the programme the last couple of weeks and found them interesting and maybe learned a bit as well. I know I certainly did. I'm very grateful to Jack, Tara and Colm for joining me in the last few weeks and of course to you for tuning in and for all the feedback as well. I'm just going to do a very quick solo cast today where I'm going to tell you about a couple of different organisations that are well worth being part of if you're a working musician they could end up making and saving you some extra money and they could give you some extra protection as well as an artist and I want to go a bit more in depth with a few things that we mentioned previously such as IMRO and introduce you to a few other organisations such as PPI and RAAP and discuss with you the revenue artist exemption that's available to you and I've noticed not a lot of other traditional artists avail of. Now, I don't mind paperwork, I'm a bit of a nerd and uh, I actually kind of enjoy filling out forms and paperwork to a certain extent, but I know that's not what a lot of people like to spend their time doing or would go as far as saying that they can't imagine anything worse But it's well worth spending a day to get your head around it all because a lot of these organisations I'll mention, if you just fill out one form, then you're a member for life. And just to mention as well, I'm not in any way sponsored by or affiliated with these organisations. I'm just a normal member like other artists and there's probably plenty more organisations out there and I'm only going to talk about my own experiences and the different things that I've put time into doing myself that I've found to be worthwhile. There's absolutely no point in me making a recommendation for you to do something or join anything unless I've done it myself because I definitely wouldn't want to waste your time. So just to reassure you on that. So we're going to kick off today's programme talking about EMRO and I know Jack Talty briefly mentioned the advantages of EMRO membership back in episode three but I'd like to go into a little bit more depth with you now on what actually it is. So, it's the Irish Music Rights Organisation and if you go on to the Imro website, imro.ie, it gives you all the details on what they do. But I know sometimes it's easier if someone just cuts out the jargon and tells you in a nutshell what it is. So you've probably seen the Imro sticker on the window of so many businesses, and basically any business that uses music in any way, shape, or form, whether it's a venue that hosts live music or a business that plays the radio in the background or in the waiting room. So that could be a dentist's office. They pay. A blanket license fee in order to use this copyrighted music. And so that's from the business side of things. And I've even heard of small business owners like hairdressers and beauticians. They've nearly wanted to throw away the radio or the CD player because of license fee collectors coming around, say, demanding that they pay. But I know friends of mine as well who are small business owners, and they've found themselves in that position. I've explained to them that their license fee it helps out musicians like myself, and they were actually happy to pay it then once I explained it to them. So it's no harm for you as a musician or composer to actually. Explain that to your family or your friends because you'd be surprised the amount of people that change their mind when they feel like they're supporting the arts or feel like they're supporting their friends. So that's just a side note to think about. Then the part that concerns you is that Imro also distributes these music royalties to you, the artists, if you are a signed up member. They also promote music and host workshops and seminars and masterclasses. Not really trad related but you'd be surprised what you can pick up that's relevant. Now I know a lot of traditional musicians they don't bother signing up because they think it's very complicated. I personally don't think it is at all and I'll tell you now what you have to do and you can make your own mind up. But in order to get the membership in the first place, you just have to fulfill one of the requirements. You either have to have a piece of music broadcast on radio or TV in the past two years. So that could have been playing live on the West Wind or on Rad and the like that during Witty Clancy Week or playing, say, on the Flat programme or Flat TV during the All-Ireland. Um, another option is if you've had 12 live performances of your music in the past two years. So that could be just your regular pub session or a concert series. Another option then is if you've had a piece of music available commercially in the past two years. So if you've had a CD or EP out or if you've music available to stream or download, say on Apple Music or Spotify or one of those. So... I think it's not hard to qualify for at least one of them or if you don't and you're an up-and-coming musician you know what you've to strive for in order to gain the benefits of EMRO membership and just to reiterate as well you just have to have one of those requirements as well not everything I just mentioned there just one of them so then you just download and fill out the writer member agreement along with your proof of identity and proof that you qualify so that could be a letter on headed paper from a venue that you've performed at 12 times maybe a hotel or a radio station that you've performed on. Once it's approved then you'll be able to make out your set list, register your arrangements and compositions and submit your live and broadcast performances. There's a little bit of admin involved but I think it's worth it personally and it's especially worth it if you're bringing out an album. You're really missing out on a nice chunk of income if you don't sign up. So just something to think about. Imro is probably going to be the most well-known out of the various organisations that i discuss today and probably the one that I would engage personally most with. However if you have a CD out or you're a featured artist on other people's albums it's well worth having RAAP membership and that's recorded artists, actors, performers. So if you're registered with RAAP you'll receive airplay royalties that are due to you. So if you'd like to join uh, you just have to head to raap.ie and complete a membership form. You'll also need to complete a discography form of all the Recordings you've been involved in, and you'll need a copy of your passport or birth cert. So that's raap.ie. And I really recommend that for accompanists who find themselves in the recording studio a lot. You may not have a composition or an arrangement credit on the album, but as a guest artist, you're still entitled to royalties as a session musician. So just so you know that. PPI, then, is another music licensing company to be aware of. Again, membership is free, and royalties they are backdated. So even even if you've already made your CD, you can still go ahead and join to get the benefits from membership. There are also music video distributions as well as audio. Again, it's another form, but at this stage, if you're joining one, you may as well do them all at the same time because it will be similar information you need. So just head to ppimusic.ie for that particular form. Now, I hope your brain isn't ready to explode with all this different information on forms, but The next thing I'm going to mention isn't an organisation, but I feel like it's something not a lot of traditional musicians know about because any time I've mentioned it to other artists, they hadn't heard of it. And that is the artist's exemption form from revenue, where income you earn from the sale of your artistic works. They may be exempt from the Irish income tax in certain circumstances. So for plays, paintings, sculptures, and the two that mainly concern us in the traditional Irish music world is books and musical composition. So guidelines, they were drawn up by the Arts Council and Minister for Culture, Heritage and Gael to determine whether the work is original and creative and whether it's generally recognised as having cultural or artistic merit. I think with a traditional Irish music album, it would be hard to deem it as not having cultural merit. Maybe I'm wrong. If your application got turned down, do let me know. I've never spoken to anyone else who's applied for it and my form got accepted without a problem. So I'd be interested to hear from others who have done it as well. So if they make a determination for that particular piece of work you're deemed to have the artist exemption form from the year in which it was made that's important. We'll come back to that a little bit later. So that means any income up to the maximum of €50,000 per annum from these works they're exempt from income tax. So the form for this is an artist to claim form and it's very short. When I did it I popped in a copy of my CD because you need to submit samples of the work as well or if you're sticking to streaming you'll need to have the relevant information in links but with all these things I think it's easier if you make it as accessible and easy as possible for people in the office to determine. Never just assume that people are familiar with you or your work and if it's a book you're submitting you'll need to send three published copies. You may also need other supporting documentation such as testimonials. So just one final thing to finish up on the arts exemption form. The bad news is any income that you've earned from the sale of your work in previous years, that is not exempt and As you well know, the majority of your album sales will be in the first year, even the first couple of months. So it might not be of great benefit for an older album you've done. But the good news is, provided that the work falls within the guidelines, all future works in the same category will be deemed to qualify. So it's worth doing if you're planning to release another book or an album in the future. And I know that was a lot of information. So if you want any further details on that or just to download the form, you can head to revenue.ie. And so now that we've mentioned revenue, just a very quick few tips if you're starting out as a self-employed musician in Ireland you're more than likely going to be registering as a sole trader. And the main tax you're going to be concerned with is the USC, the universal social charge, if your income is higher than 13,000 per annum and PRSI, pay related social insurance under class S, if you earn more than 5,000 in a year. Now, even if you're just starting out and you're still dependent on parents, it's a good idea to familiarise yourself with these terms and setting up account system for yourself to keep track of all your income and expenditure. And you'd be surprised at how how much of your expenses you'll be able to put towards your tax. So so keep receipts for instruments, sound gear, tech equipment, phone bills, instrument repairs, insurance like your public liability insurance or instrument insurance, stage makeup and costume and you can put any medical expenditure through your Med 1 forms and that's just the tip of the iceberg, I just highly recommend going to an accountant who'll help you get set up on the ROS, the revenue online system. It really isn't as scary as it seems. And another little nugget of advice that you might have heard before, but maybe you needed a quick reminder of as well, is if you're in your 20s or 30s and you haven't started it yet, definitely get going on setting up a little pension for yourself. I know it seems ridiculous when you're thinking about something that's so far away, but the earlier you start, the better. So I know the idea of filling out these forms and bookkeeping, it doesn't sound enjoyable and it actually may be a source of anxiety for you thralling through websites to get the information. So I hope I've outlined most of the things clearly for you. I will say it'll be an annoying few hours gathering material and filling out forms, but it will benefit you for the rest of your life. And don't be afraid to ask for help. If you have any questions, um, do send them on to me. I'll answer them if I can, or I will try and guide you to the right place to get the correct information. So do contact me, Threes McInerney Music and Media on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And you can also head on to my website, thracemcInerney.com. So I hope today's episode is something that you can come back to. I'm going to timestamp it for you. And if you did enjoy it, please do share it. I really appreciate it. So until next Friday from me, Threes McInerney, Slong of Fool.